the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 8 and verse 9 They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. They are all plain to him that understandeth, and right to them that find knowledge. Some say, the Bible is just too difficult. Others say, the Bible contradicts itself. Many conclude, anything can be taught from the Bible. It is impossible to know the truth for sure. The devil laughs with evil satisfaction at such absurd remarks. But Lady Wisdom teaches in this proverb that the words of wisdom are plain and right to those with understanding and knowledge. If you have a problem with the Bible, you have the problem, not the Bible. King Solomon used personification in the 8th chapter of Proverbs. The feminine pronouns in this chapter refer to Lady Wisdom, a woman representing wisdom in Solomon's appeal for men to reject ignorance and folly and embrace understanding and knowledge. The proverb at hand is part of her introduction, as she claims to speak excellent and right things in verse 6, truth in verse 7, and righteous words that are not at all contradictory or corrupt in verse 8. A little understanding and knowledge from fearing the Lord and trembling before His word will open the Bible to you. The words become plain and right when you study the Bible humbly by its own rules of interpretation. If you approach the Bible arrogantly or critically, it is designed by God to confuse and then destroy you. The Bible is plain and right if you are born again, if you are enlightened by the Holy Spirit, if you truly fear God, if you delight in the Lord, if you obey what you learn, if you pray for wisdom, if you work for it, if you will receive correction, if you have a godly motive, and if you use God-given teachers. The Bible, God's book of wisdom, reveals secrets of the universe that greatly affect human existence. But most men have no use for the Bible. It is a closed book to them. God reveals these things only to His children. They have no regard for intelligence, education, or the opinions of any or all men. His children believe every word of God to be absolute truth, and they despise any other ideas. Consider an example. Solomon wrote that corporal punishment is the only way to rightly train children. But PTA and PETA mothers, drunk with the drivel of doctors Spock, Seuss, and Dobson, reject the Bible as a primitive manual for insensitive monsters that knew nothing about loving children. They say the Bible is impossible to understand, immorally cruel to children, or needs a gentler application for today's society. But corporal punishment is plain and right to God's children. Consider another example. Moses and Solomon wrote that capital punishment 
is the only way to treat murderers. But Mother Teresa, the ACLU, and others without consciences or justice actually pity murderers more than their victims. Hard to believe? It is true. They write the Bible off as outdated laws for a violent society. But God's children know the Bible has divine wisdom for civil authority. Capital punishment is as obvious to them as putting down a rabid dog after it eats an infant. Consider another example. Moses recorded Earth's origin by writing, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. That is found in Genesis 1.1. But Charles Darwin and other hallucinating educators, in a profane plot to rid the world of a creator God and his rules for living, contrived an impossible pipe dream that chaotic gases exploded to form the universe. Primordial slime became reproducing salamanders who chose to become monkeys, one of which was Charles' mother. Believers and their children laugh at this false science, which no man has or can observe, define, or duplicate. Consider another example. This is my body. Those words are taken from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and verse 24, where the Apostle Paul is describing the proper means for observing the Lord's Supper or the communion ordinance in a New Testament church. Roman Catholics presumed Jesus taught cannibalism and meant the words literally, so they invented their doctrine of transubstantiation. The cracker actually turns into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ. Even though the cracker is still present to human senses and any kind of analysis. Their Bible-rejecting religion idolizes this blasphemous caricature of the Lord's Supper, forgetting or rejecting that Jesus also said, I am the door and I am the vine, among numerous other metaphors in the New Testament. Lutherans, knowing full well the bread still existed because they could still touch it, taste it, smell it, and see it, invented their doctrine of consubstantiation. The body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus coexists with the bread in their version of the Mass. Presbyterians, also superstitious sacramentalists coming from Rome, invented the notion that Jesus is really, truly, and spiritually in the bread, though not present in body, blood, soul, or divinity. The children of God, true believers of the Bible, with just a little understanding and knowledge, know that Jesus spoke metaphorically when he used the words, This is my body, just as you do when holding up a picture of your mother and saying, This is my mother. You only mean that the piece of Kodak paper represents your mother. Jesus gave a simple memorial supper to his true followers. There is no sacrifice offered again in any way, shape, or form. It is not a sacrament. It does not convey grace. The supper is only to remember him by using bread and wine to represent and signify his torn body and shed blood. It is not a sacrament, 
and it does not involve the altering of any substance at all in any way. Listener, the Bible is the only true book on earth. It alone has the words of wisdom from heaven, which Solomon tried to tell you about through Lady Wisdom in this proverb. If you embrace Lady Wisdom, she will bless you. If you reject her, you must love death. But this wonderful book can do you no good unless you acquire the understanding and knowledge that opens its treasures. Humble yourself before the great God today. Repent of your pride and sins and beg Him for wisdom. He will make the words of the Bible plain and right to you. Amen.